Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome back to Remodeling Mastery. In this particular segment, we're focusing on mastering time. Now again, as I've talked about in the last two segments, time is something that we all experience. However, some of us are better and more masterful at it. I would argue probably the most important thing that you want to think about and do moving forward if you want to be successful in business and in life is understanding and mastering the subject of time. In this particular segment, I want to focus on if you fail to plan, plan to fail. Now, needless to say, how do you fit together the notion of time and plan? Well, I think they're very, very analogous. Matter of fact, I've, I've spent some time not only studying this, but developing techniques that I think help folks to have more control of their day, but also to be able to plan and be more successful. You know, I actually listened to an interview many, many years ago by a fellow by the name of Mark McCormick, very, very successful business plan. And one of the things that was very insightful was he was talking about, you know, everybody talks about long-term, medium-term, one-month plan, uh, one-year plan. But at the end of the day, if you can't plan and get through your day, all of that is just vapor. All of that is just meaningless. So it's important that you plan your day every day, then work your plan. And again, let me repeat that. Plan your day every day. So in other words, do it every day. Do it consistently every day, every single day you got to, and then you work your plan. Now, you think about that as being in the remodeling business. You know, can you imagine going out and, in, and doing someone's kitchen or building a deck or an addition without a blueprint, without a plan? You know, of course you have that. Otherwise, it becomes chaos. However, when it comes to, I think, ourselves and our own sort of daily plan, we oftentimes don't do that. I think we oftentimes just dive in with a little to-do list, a little checklist. So what I'm encouraging you to do is make an appointment to yourself every day. Then, after you create your plan for the day, then you work the plan. But again, this is not a to-do list only. So, a couple of keys to this. Number one, I think it's important that you make time visual. You know, we tend to be more visual thinkers. So it's great to make a list of things, but it's also appropriate to draw out what that day looks like. Whatever those diagrams or timelines or Gantt charts or whatever that is, help breathe in and understand and feel the weight and the urgency and feel the activities that you need to try to accomplish. So in the planning process, there are, uh, are a few distinct steps. Now, I'll be able to help you, certainly anyone in the future, if you want some additional PowerPoints on this subject. But to give you sort of an outline of what this is and what this represents, it all begins by you making appointments to yourself. So every day, you need to spend somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes planning, not a to-do list, planning that 
day. Then you work the plan. Now, if you can do this, I can assure you, you're going to get a dividend or return of at least an hour or two in terms of additional productivity that particular day. So how does this process start? It all starts with a setup and present, uh, uh, the setup. The first thing you have to do, I think, you need to have an appointment to yourself. Just like you make an appointment to others, you need to block out the time to plan your day. It needs to be in a very quiet location. For those of you that are a little bit more challenged in terms of finding a quiet location, you can always do it. If you have to sit in your car and do it, or you have to go to a fast food restaurant and go off early in the morning in the the corner to be able to do it, that's what you need to do to plan your particular day. So it all starts with the right kind of level of preparation, the right kind of mindset. And as you sit down, the first thing you want to do is what I call the brain dump. The brain dump is where you're literally listing on a piece of paper anything and everything that you have to accomplish. But to do a proper brain dump, you've got to have all your parts and pieces in front of you. You've got to have your calendar. You've got to have your outlook. You've got to have your voicemail. You've got to have your computer, access to the computer, anything and everything. And you, all you're doing, just like the word in prize, is dumping, dumping, dumping all of this on paper of things that you want to try to accomplish that particular day. Then what you want to do is you want to take a time out. You want to get up. You want to walk and get a cup of coffee. You want to reflect just for two or three minutes on is there anything else more medium and long term I'd like to accomplish that particular day. Then you come back and you add those two or three items. Inevitably, there always will be a couple more items. Now you've got all the ingredients to try to organize and get your arms around the day. So as I said earlier, what you want to do is you want to make a proper timeline, a timeline of the particular day. Now, the technique I oftentimes use is literally just a line that has a beginning to the day and an end to the day. Then I block out the different appointments and activities that I have, so I have then the gaps in between. The next thing that you want to do is you want to go back to the brain dump and you want to attach time to each one of those. How many minutes does it take to do those different things? Taking into account if it's a meeting outside the office, drive time, all of those kind of things that you have to take into account the amount of time. You also want to allow on any day 120 minutes of what I call the reactive time. They're the things that you don't know how to fit in. So when you add up all the time that these activities take, it comes up with a total amount of minutes. Now you look over at your timeline and you have a certain amount of minutes in that day. Now if I have 600 minutes in the day, that's going from let's say 8 o'clock to 6 o'clock, whatever that number of of hours is in that day that you want to uh, control and plan, then I have to look at all these activities. Now, if they add up to 800 minutes, then clearly I can't do that. I've got to work the activities. I've got to work the plan if I'm going to be successful. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to feel good. You're not going to feel good unless you accomplish what you set out to accomplish. So you have to do some analysis of this plan. Now, you might find some of the activities, maybe there's some different ways to do it. For example, maybe if you're having a phone call with someone, maybe you can send them an email and do a little outline and then define the amount of time that you have available. 
It might be that if you're working with someone on the West Coast, there's different times of the day that you can do these kind of activities. It might be if it's a project or initiative, rather than saying, I'm going to put together an estimate or putting together a design on this, maybe all you have time for that day to inch the ball forward is some sort of conceptual ideas or outline that day, but then map out on the following day how you're going to continue that process. So after you do this and after you've done the analysis, you've got to have that married the plan and the amount of time it's going to take to the amount of time that is available that day. Now by highlighting different times of the day you're going to accomplish this, that is going to be the key. That's going to be your roadmap. That's going to be your guide, so to speak. It's going to tell you what you have to do and when you have to do it. So then the other key to this is once you have it all together, then you launch it. You launch the initial things early in the morning that you want to attach. Now, one of the keys to this whole process is monitoring. You know, I oftentimes talk about there's a reason that airplanes that fly from Washington, D.C. to San Francisco, they get there in that location roughly on time. And that's because they monitor the progress as they're flying along. They take into account the weather. They take into account the air traffic control. They're constantly monitoring, monitoring, monitoring. Now, when it comes to your day, you have to do the same process. You've got to monitor your day if, in fact, you want to be successful. So what I mean by that is every hour or 90 minutes, you want to take a look at how am I doing? Am I on track? Do I need to tweak and adjust my plan for that particular day? And by monitoring it on a regular basis, you not only can tweak and get back on track very effectively, especially with the reactive activities that tend to come up, but you can also, again, at the end of the day, you can feel fulfilled and like you really, really accomplished something. So as I said earlier, I think one of the priorities I think you need to focus on, not only certainly for your clients and your team, but looking in the mirror, and that's for yourself, is the mastering of time. And I think if you can develop some planning techniques that will help you to be able to do this, you're going to be extremely successful. Take care, everyone. Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.